Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Hi, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 244. Joining me in the Good Cop, Bad Cop studios this week. Was that, what was that, Matthew? Uh, I am angry. I haven't even started. Not with, not with you for a change. Oh, okay. I, I was like, is the number 244 offensive to you? So why? No, I'm just angry in general, Graham. More than bad cop, guys. So oh. I, I apologize, Graham. Carry on. The man of the 80s, the new voice of British wrestling, all the way from his soup kitchen in Shepton Mallet, the magnificent one, Dan Matroyd. And that's the one who played Dr. Raymond Stamps in the 1984 classic, but another one who was a writer on the suckiest Ghostbusters incarnation uh, in 2021. That's the Afterlife film. And also the former host of The Blade Job, the guy who's been threatening me with violence all week. So thankfully he's not in the studios today. I was a little bit nervous about that. Um, The normally peaceful Nishup Desmond Tutu. Uh, As he's not here, how are you doing, Matt? It's been an emotional week for me. It has. Um, this is the tamed down version of this episode. I'm not even sure we would have got much past the intro if all three of us had been in the studio. So. It has been an emotional week for me. Um, I'm not going into details for his reasons. It's of a personal nature. Um, I messaged you, Graham, this last weekend. It was an emotional weekend for me. I was... Yeah. Something happened. I'm not going to go into it for his reasons. But um, it... Um, set things off mental health wise for me for a couple of days um oh. and yesterday as we were recording i had my final exams Ooh, exciting times how long do you have to wait i will know monday oh okay all right monday if i have passed or if i have a distinction so even more of a reason to tune into next week's episode so you can get all the latest examinations. Oh, you guys will know. You don't even need X or Facebook to know. You guys will know. Hey, uh, I got a question for you. So yeah. we argued about this last week. Are we calling it X? Are we calling it Twitter? Are we calling um, it the thing formerly called as Twitter? So why is it then? So I noticed this week, and it probably happened earlier, you can't click retweet anymore. It's just repost. Yeah. But if you share and copy the link, it says twitter.com slash whatever the link is. Why doesn't it say x.com slash whatever the list is? This is the things that keep me up at night for absolutely no reason at all. He's doing it. In fact... In fact, for several days after, it was still called Twitter Blue. Now it's just called Blue. Um, so, yeah. Um, th- some things just take time to be doing. The um, when it pops, when I get people having reposted on X pop up on my um, on my lock screen, it still says RT for retweet. Right? Oh, I had that I hadn't noticed. You're right, though. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So oh. for that reason, while ever it's staying that, I'm still calling it Twitter. So you can try and be clever and say it's X, but I'm still calling I'm, it Twitter. I'm just trying to avoid um, any libel <laughs> at the moment. Who knows? Oh, is that libel? Oh, Elon Musk, well, it's, not, it's not my name, and you're going to call it that name. I think we discuss, we just discussed libel on uh, your other show, uh, the the volley show, which is why we're recording a little bit late. Um, are you sure it's libel or is it slander? 
Uh, either way, I don't think it matters. That, <laughs> I don't think it matters that Elon Musk, to be fair. Um, for context, with that, by the way, I ran the early numbers and we did more views c- across all mediums than we ever did um, outside of um, um, we did live watch longs before um, for football. It was amazing. Nice. The amount of people who were, who were watching along with us and there's so many Burnley fans in the world that that was inevitably going to happen, of course. But even that, the Burnley fans, Graham, there were so many <laughs> in general. It was, it was wonderful, though. It was just wonderful. And it was just the tonic I needed after a really, really long week. Um, it's just what I needed. And to be fair, um, I just want to make this um, thank you to everybody for the last 14 months behind the scenes, supporting me through various parts of my chef course. Um, I'm aware that this is not what you tuned in for, but I'm sorry, I just couldn't, I can't not thank everybody for their support. Particularly- People do not tune into us for wrestling content, that's for sure. <laughs> I think it's pretty much for the minutia and the arguing and the bitching and the the irrelevant stuff. So I think you're, I think you're okay talking about it. This is gonna hurt them very momentarily. Um, I'd like to thank, um, Ryan. Um, he'll listen later on. Thank you so much for your support over the years, buddy. Uh, everybody out there who messages every week and have messaged me separately for side of things. Um, thank you to every co-host I have for being so patient with me this last year while I've been doing my shoot job rather than my rather than what I love doing. Um my I would ask you to name them all, but we, we're a little short on time for today's episode. So husband. we'll we'll just go with what you said. Yeah. I'd like to thank my husband for really this week especially. Um and without this person's help I would probably not even manage to pass my final exams. So thanks, Graham. Thank you. It would have been just fine. I th- from what I can remember, one of the things that was confusing just wasn't very well explained to you, which is <laughs> you can only be as good as how well something is explained to you. So. They came up. So yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So yeah, it was a standard question, but yeah. Passing that, I couldn't sit my exams. So there you go. Thank you. One step at a time. One step at a time. That's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm. It's been a crazy, crazy week. Um. Capped off by doing some amazing podcasting with some amazing people, and I'm very happy about that. Um. No. Tomorrow we have to do another part run tomorrow morning, and then tomorrow. Also, not that good though, because you're not recording. It's supposed to be a Sunday show, but you're not recording next Sunday. Like, what? What gives? Well, it normally would well, normally Graham, it would be on the Sunday, but Chris wants to take me out for dinner, so uh, well, I think that's fair enough. Now, but... unfortunately, there were a few technical issues on the show because during the second half, I was like, "Oh my god, they're not—they're totally ignoring all the crowd interaction here." Like we're chatting and saying things, and first half you were coming to us, 
putting them up on screen, interacted with us. And second half, I'm like, oh my God, these guys are full of themselves. They're not saying anything. The yeah. one comment I dropped in chat that got ignored was, um, you were quite right to uh, to take the day off and celebrate. Yeah, I'm going to say, when it's something as important as your 40th birthday, then you should do. And then I put the winky Not face. You, you and I put, I, hold on, I haven't finished yet. I haven't finished the quote. Put the winky face and I'm putting just kidding, buddy. But I knew that you would have reacted to it if you could have seen it. But the fact that you didn't react to it, I knew that the messages weren't still going through. Yeah, I apologize for that. Over that. Talk's coming, though. I appreciate Yes, but not yet. Next year. Um, yeah. So tomorrow I'll be doing a park run. And also, I'm in the carnival tomorrow night as well. Oof. Busy day. Yeah, busy, busy, busy day. Uh, but normally we'll be doing the volume on a Sunday, normally. But next week, we're doing the Saturday. And we're going to have the Sunday so that's the plan. We're only gonna do one a week. Don't worry. Uh, it was just because of it being, and I appreciate Graham for doing it a bit later this week. I do appreciate that. Thank you, mate. So your last day of being thirty-eight will be uh, the record of this next week. Yeah, huh. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Oh. What about your week, Graham? Just to build it up a little bit more. <laughs> um, I've had violence, sir. Uh... Friend at me pretty much all week. Uh, just for an appearance on a podcast. I was like, what the? And um, Ryan was being very cryptic about it. And I was like, what the hell did I do? He was very upset about it. But um, um, he said that we wouldn't even get to the show if he'd been here. So um, I, I did have to listen back to find out because I couldn't imagine what I said. And it was, he's blowing it up out of all proportions. It was nothing, uh, nothing at all. Um, it was alluded to in the intro, obviously. That's why you had your... Special intro was Dan Matroyd this week rather than a wrestler, which is what I would normally do. But I had to try and get my digs in first because I knew he was going to come attacking me full force. Um, it feels like my week was taken up by um, Mason's golf, to be honest. He had a tournament yesterday, which was 18 holes. So I was like, oh, I'll go walk. I'll get my steps in that way. And it's supposed to take about three and a half hours. It took six hours. <laughs> they were the slowest players ever. And I, um, as you're approaching your 40s, Matt, um, I'm approaching my 50s. Not quite as quickly as you are your 40s and i was absolutely knackered in the afternoon i like i didn't swing a club or anything but i had over twenty thousand steps before um we got home and just sat on the chair the rest of the day watch some wrestling and um yeah playing on social media and then doing films watch some tv um i've been watching videos i think that's probably the main thing i've been doing i've been catching up on shows that I never really got into 20 years ago, and people said that I should. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to try them again. So three that I've been watching are, uh, I watched the first season of Dexter, which I watched the first episode when it came out, and I hated it. I was like, this is dumb. So I tried it again, and I watched the first series, and you're shaking your head. I love it. So I, there's one I made a mistake on straight away. Uh, the second one was the show Numbers, which everyone said, oh, you should love that. Being a math teacher, you should yeah, absolutely love right. it. Um, I've watched eight episodes so far of season one. I think I have about four seasons on DVD, which I picked up cheaply. And I'm going to be honest, I, I can take it or leave it right now. It's not really doing it for me. I understand why people thought I would like it. Um, but to me, I think it's patronizing for people that don't, for people that do understand math. Some of the things that the professors are explaining to each other is such trivial stuff that there's no way they would have those conversations. The other would clearly know about that stuff. So, um, that's, but the, the, the investigation side is, is okay. It's okay. I can live with that. And the other one is, and I'm not sure if it's even made it into England, um, How I Met Your Mother. It's a comedy show. You're rubbing your chin. Is it, um, do you have a, I can't believe that you're saying, has it reached the UK? Well, I don't know. 
Freedom of Networks here in the UK. Oh, okay. So, okay. So it's super popular in England. I don't know. I only lived in England 2006 to 2009. I think it came out in about 2006. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't watching TV at that time. I got a young kid um, in the house. It's got, um, oh, it's got, it's got um, oh, not Andrew. Doogie Houses in it. Not Angela Weber. Um, uh, it's got her from Bandcamp as well. She's in it as well. Do, do, do not, do not be so rude, Graham. And Alison Hannigan, she is from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Graham. How she is. She's an American pie as well. Buffy more famous for sure. She's um, a, she's more yeah, because I'm picking that out for also, sure. Also, it has, um, I believe it has David Henry, who went on to, as the future kid in it, who, who, go, who goes on, of course, to play um, one of the characters in with the way he placed on the Disney Channel, of course. Okay, uh, anyway, so I watched the first episode of it when it came out, and it didn't really resonate with me, and I just never got around to watching it. Anyway, I got the first six seasons on DVD, so I started with, I like it. I'm about a third of the way through season one, and I think it's I think it's a fun little show, um, which unfortunately leads me to the point of I have so many DVDs that I want to watch now and I own that I haven't had time around to. I'm cancelling Sling again. <laughs> unfortunately, Matt, I think it cancels on Saturday night. I thought it cancelled on the Sunday, so I thought I could watch the Liverpool-Chelsea match. Uh, I can't, but I guess I'm going to just be using uh, the volley show now. I was hoping to watch it and communicate with you. I think it might just be I'm going to be listening to it. Yeah, I'm not paying $55 a month now to watch Raw and SmackDown and very little else on top. I, I can't justify that. So YouTube highlights going forward. I'm going back to the going back to the old school. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, yes. That's who I was looking for. Who actually, um, I've got a real lot of time for, apart from back being a massive LGBTQ warrior. Sure. He is, and he's also going to be in the new suit, in the upcoming specials of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, obviously a tenant. Um, he's also, um, every year, and this was before COVID, I'm not sure if he still does or not, but he always does a um, big show at Disney World, and it's done for no, 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 no. It, but he does, he does the big, the big show, and it's all to raise money for these for these kids, make a wish, all that sort of stuff. It, oh, okay, such a lot of stuff for charity. He is amazing, and he needs protecting. Is he under threat? No, he's been protecting at all costs. We must not let anything happen to him ever. Oh, okay, okay. He literally... I know he's an author as well because I remember buying a couple of his books for for Mason. I... I think it's ones that I gave him and said read, and I don't think it's ones that we read together, so I can't tell you any of the content. Actor, director, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Did you say wrestler? Pretty sure at some, pretty sure at some point he's he's done a scene or two in a later series of How It Met Your Mother. Yeah. Oh, I just realised something. Oh, I'm not no. sure I can do one of my moments now without having Ryan here. Uh, I don't know. That's never I, I'm hoping you can uh, contribute to this, but this was kind of an. Imp- I've been looking forward for one of these moments to talk about, and I haven't mentioned it at all. I was very coy with mentioning it in our group chat, but I didn't give any specifics out at all. And um, yeah, I don't know. I-, I know for sure Ryan would be able to contribute. I'm not sure if you can or not. Ah. I will figure it out. What I need to save for a week. Oh, I guess we'll find it. Hey, let's put it this way: if I talk it and I get a blank look from you, then uh, we we can edit it out anyway, right? No one will ever know the difference. I guess we'll find out. I know it's late as from your perspective than normal. So, do you want to hit those good cop moments a little earlier than normal? Please, because I've been up for nineteen hours.
No idea on the order, but I'm going to let you go first. Go ahead, young man. What do you have for us as your main good cop moment of the week? I'm making well. My my main good cop moment, Graham, is I am making a prediction which I guarantee will be right. Oh boy! Considering now, some of your predictions that you're making on the volley today, the volley show today, then this uh this could I be really embarrassing. One, I was one minute out, Graham. Okay, which was not bad, I thought. Okay, but aside from that. I think it's important to note timings for certain things. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gunz is losing that championship. Okay. It's been over a year. It's time. Yeah. But he's going to be losing it on September 11th. That's a very specific date. So tell me a bit more because I'm not sure. I'm assuming it's nothing to do with the events of uh, 22 years ago. So. Absolutely it is. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Absolutely it is. September 11th, Graham, is the first Raw after Gunter breaks the honky-tonk man's record. Ah, you've been doing that math thing again? Wow. And that, is, my friend, is when he will lose it to Chad Gable, the All-American. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's all just riding itself so nicely on that side of things. Gable deserves a singles run with that championship. And he, Gunter has done such a good job, but it also frees Gunter up then to go after the World Heavyweight Championship as well. Um, it, it just all marries up all so nicely. And for that, I they, I know how much they like to beat the whole America versus the foreign heel thing, especially when they have to try and up people's morale about um, that sort of time of year. I mean, that's the day I actually fly to America, Graham. And you would not believe how cheap the tickets were. Really? Is, is it midweek or is that, or is it outside of that? It is, okay, just out of interest, did you check the Monday before and the Monday after? Well, the Monday before Labor Day. Oh, uh, well, that's, okay, well, that wouldn't be a good day then, okay. But no, one, right. Americans don't fly. Well, you do realize everyone's back at school at that point. Like, um, I officially back in the building next week, and the kids will be back in the following week. This week, I have friends out in California who've already posted they're back in school. The kids are back. There's been a lot of posts about kids being back. Like, to an English person, that would be like, are you kidding me? 11th of August? And they're already back in school. Yeah, that, that that's the way it goes. They break up super early. Some people may. The Tuesday, the day after, Graham, it's literally another $100 more expensive to fly. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if Monday is a traditional cheap day. It's desperate for people to fly on those days because they need it for business, obviously. So me yeah. and the plane system make sure we go. I mean, obviously, obviously the week after Labor Day, which means the parks be quiet as well. And yeah. I'm even going to phone in Graham as well to this show that week as well because I've got to give you, I've got to give you controls to record it with. So, oh, we can just use Skype. Nah. I think we can find the solution. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I, I hate, by the way, bad cop moment. I, hate I, would, I, would I freaking hate Zoom. Like Skype, what I used to do was log into Skype, click on the thing that said good cop, bad cop recording, and we're done. This, I have to freaking remember a 12 digit code for the meeting, and then I have to remember what the passcode is. And well, I have to find remember- it every single week, and there's nothing like to set, like, there's nothing just one single button, even though we use. Like, from your perspective, they might be, because you can set it up as, like, a recurring meeting, but from my perspective, it's a pain in the ass. Well, if you had a subscription like I do, Graham, I could just add you to it. It would be in there. Yeah, well, guess what? Um, I get it for free when I'm at work, so I'm not paying for it. 
for my own personal use when I can get it for free when I'm at work. So that's not going to happen. Whereas Skype was free. So you're paying for this? You're freaking yeah. kidding me? Skype's free. You're an idiot. I'm paying for this. I, I knew that anyway, but now my um my estimation of you has sunk even lower. I'm paying for it, Graham. Yeah, but I'm also using it for multiple shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to be fair, I do share that with. You could use Skype on the multiple shows as well. I yeah, but I know, but the quality is terrible, Graham. And you need it, and you need good quality for when you're doing stuff like role play and stuff Ooh. like that. For your other more shinier podcasts. Okay, I'm just going to shut you up for a moment while I finish my point. <laughs> he can unmute himself when he's ready, it's fine. Um, but I'm just a little bit... I'm I'm very confident with what I'm saying about Gunter losing on September 11th. It, it is just written that... Remember when the New Day beat Demolition's record? Literally, the next event, they lost the titles. So it's going to happen here because... You're going to be waiting in line on some park ride at 3pm on a Friday. You're not going to be unblocked. You'll, be to- you'll totally forget. You'll be totally... You'll be in the moment. You'll see Mickey yeah, Mouse. You'll we'll be asking on. Chris to take a picture with him and you'll have his arm around him and then suddenly you'll forget, oh, look, there's no White over there. And then, oh, look, there's uh, churros for $10. And then you'll be... You won't remember. There's churros, no White. Churros aren't $10, Graham. They are at Disney. They're not. Uh, where are we? Uh, we're at Epcot, Graham, so we'll probably be in... We'll probably would be in the UK for a bit, to be fair, Graham, ironically. Um, now nah, we'll be... You're paying all those airfares, <laughs> travelling thousands of miles, just so you can experience what it's like in England. Oh, man. To be fair, it's actually pretty... They saw you coming. It's actually pretty accurate, to be fair. Um, it's either... I would hope so. Nice well, that makes it even worse in some ways, though, because you're literally gaining nothing. You're well, getting exactly what you could get if you hadn't done it. place you can meet Mary Poppins in the entire Disney world. Oh, yeah. And, we, and Winnie the Pooh and Alice from Wonderland. I think I told you, I finally crossed off Mary Poppins from my list of films that I haven't seen. So oh, well, you on on that note, what did you think? That's all right. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I'll take that. Which is pretty, which is pretty good for because most of those ones, it's like it's outdated. I thought it was dumb. I'm glad I didn't watch it for you. No, it was no, okay. It, it, it stands the test of time. I liked the I liked the first half of the film much better than the second half of the film. The thing that made it difficult for me was um, I can't remember where I must have been. Was it Disney Plus? I probably we probably watched it on Disney Plus. No, yeah. so I had to watch it at regular speed. Now, as you'll know, I don't like watching films at regular speed. Sure. So after about when we got to about an hour, I'm like, "Come on, you need to speed it up a little bit." I think the film was two hours and twenty minutes. So I was like, "That's a little bit long for me." It is a little long for Disney film, but there is it is a lot of setup needed for the final bit. To be fair, like if I see a film that's two hours and twenty four minutes, I'm setting it to times two point four, and then I can watch it in an hour. But that that's my that's my personal strategy for watching films. Fair enough. <laughs> Anything over an hour is too much. That's fair. That's more than fair, Graham. Um, right, well, yeah, so Michael Cormier is like, I know that Gunter is in that championship, but at least we know it's going to be to a good person. Watch this blood from my face. Um, Graham, what is your main good moment of the week? 
Um, my main good cop moment of the week is it probably starts as a bad cop moment, to be honest. Um, it seems like this is a common theme on uh, many episodes of Good Cop, Bad Cop. Um, I'll start watching something, I'll love it, I'll talk about it as a good cop moment, and then I just don't watch it anymore. Um, there is a lot of different things to watch, so I think that's just the nature of wrestling. I'll go back and watch something I haven't watched for a long time, etc., etc. So this one specifically was um, MLW. Um, I was logging into Fight Plus because I got my monthly reminder that my subscription was coming up. Uh, Matt, to answer your question from last week, how much is the subscription? Uh, $4.99 a month. I knew it was a really good deal. Um, so yeah, less than $5 a month. So I only feel like i got to watch one, two things, and I've easily got my money's worth. Um, and what I was watching was um, MLW. Um, I saw that they had their show from uh, July 8th, which was in Philadelphia. I was in England at the time, so there was no way I was watching it. And... Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to read you the card, and then I'll tell you why I think this is a good cop moment, although it might be obvious. Anyway, uh, Jacob Fatu against Calvin Tankman in the opener. Uh, Delmi Exo and Ava Everett um, in the women's featherweight title. Uh, Tracy Williams versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, Mance Warner versus Sam Adonis. Uh, the tag team titles, fans bring the weapons match. Um, Akira and Ricky Shane Page uh, against Juicy Fino and Lance Annoye. I hope I'm pronouncing those last names right. Uh, Alex Kane with Mr. Thomas and O'Shea Edwards. Uh, Ford against Alex Hammerstone in the uh, main event. Um, MLW was something that I really used to like. When it was on YouTube, those one-hour shows... I don't know. There was something about them. It was just snappy. Having said my attention span is kind of low. Um, it kind of went from big match to quick interview to quick promo to next match, etc., etc., etc. Some of those names I haven't seen wrestle in kind of a long time as well. Mance Warner was somebody who I was always trying to watch on the indies whenever I could. Uh, he definitely appeals to uh, to my sense of matches. Uh, Tracy Williams, I mentioned Hot Sauce Tracy Williams a few times. Always good to see him. Timothy Thatcher's pretty hard hitting as well. That was good to see. And um, what I also really liked was, as well, as a bonus cut moment to round into this, um, all the matches weren't particularly short. We talked about some matches being like five minutes, they don't have a chance to tell a story. Ten minutes, seven minutes, eight and a half minutes, twelve and a half minutes, twelve minutes, uh, 22 minutes. So they're always giving people, even in traditionally sometimes those women's matches get cut to like two three minutes and it's like yeah. come on goodness. they didn't do that they gave them a chance to tell the tell the stories and i like them for doing that and also the fact that they give their main champions an actual title run as well we don't like i don't think i think we're agreeing on this like we don't like it when you change titles every 30 days and you have a new champion for january february i think it's better to have give them a run tell a story within that run and that mlw has done a great job with that now covid obviously affected this a little bit uh, Jacob Fatu was actually champion for 819 days uh, from June 2019 till I'm reading. Oh, my gosh. I got to translate back into English again. I'm not sure which way around this is, Matt. I'm not sure if it's February 10th or if it's the 2nd of October. I think it's a German website. So I think it's actually the 2nd of October. And um, after that, uh, Alex Hammerstone actually lost that title match. I don't care if it's a spoiler because it's over a month old at this point. Uh, he held the title for 644 days as well. So I think MLW does a pretty good job of giving their champions a chance to shine, uh, putting them on that center stage for a while. And we'll be interested now. Hopefully I can stick with MLW a little bit more uh, to see how Alex Kane does with that as well. But yeah, just great to see some wrestlers I haven't seen in a long time. Um, not sure if the show is still on YouTube, to be honest. If it is, I just missed it. Like, you know, you subscribe to those things and normally they pop up when you log in and you can, I don't know. It's something I got out of the habit of, to be honest, but, um, it was great to see MLW again and put on a good show as well. I, I was thoroughly entertained by it. What was the show, Graham? 
Um, the name of the show? Oh, gosh. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, I just closed my notes for a second there. Uh, it was called... Oh, actually, I didn't, um, I didn't write it down. Uh, it was on July 8th. I did not write down the name of the show. I'm sorry. Was it Fusion? No, it, no, it was a pay-per-view event. It wasn't their TV show. Okay. Because um... the show went... It was on Fight TV, so it went on for like two and a half hours, something like that, three hours. That's pretty good for me, Matt, right? To keep that uh, level of never uh, never. Say again? Never say never. That that sounds familiar. Yeah, um, we've got little bits and pieces on their YouTube channel, but not um, that particular show. Well, I think that's how they do it. I think when they record it, they then break it up for the. Because High Five Tom and I were talking about this on our recent appearance of. Uh, oh, is it cutting it up with High Five Tom? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were talking about that. That when we went to that show, they it was a long show, but then they used that for several different episodes. So I guess kind of like the impact model, I guess. No, they they've got the MLW um, fusion shows on their YouTube, but they haven't got uh, they've they've got like, updates about certain things. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm not, sure, and I thought the fusion shows possibly did, but if they're trying to make that as a pay per view that you're going to buy, then you're probably not going to get them on the fusion shows. I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, excuse me. Sorry for boring you there. Not do you want to do your speed check? Okay, I'm get. I'm gonna take Ryan's time. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I better get my clock ready then. You got ninety seconds. Whenever you're ready. Okay, Shinsuke's heel turn. Yes, we loved it. We want more of that on Raw. Uh, thank you, Shayna Chance on Raw. Um, Shayna as a tweener, it worked really, really well. Gunter McIntyre, great match. It was a great match at SummerSlam. I think the whole card was actually pretty good. Uh, Slim Jim on at advert. Some of them had Randy Savage in it, which I thought was a really nice touch. Um, I think a lot of people really got a kick out of that. Not least my boss Adam Paris. Um, I wanted to address something, by the way, which was mentioned during the match between Lesnar and Cody Rhodes. Um, which was, um, Michael Cole said that Lesnar has beaten sixteen Hall of Famers. Actually, that what he used was he has destroyed 16 Hall of Famers. So I thought, well, who actually has he faced from the Hall of Fame? These were you could do this in 90 seconds. Wow, I'm trying, yeah. The Edge, Edge, Taker, Triple H, Kurt Angle, Hulk Hogan, Rey Mysterio, Rob Van Dam, Kane, Goldberg, Bob Ray Dudley, Mark Henry, Rikishi, Booker T, Ric Flair, Eddie Guerrero, and Billy Gunn. Was that 16? Okay. And before people write in saying Eddie Guerrero beat um, Lesnar at um, No Way Out 2004, he did. He lost to him on SmackDown 2002, though. So, there, yeah. That's that's what I have my good call. Ah, okay. That wasn't three minutes. That wasn't even close to that. Um, I'll start with uh, the fact that Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling has announced that it's going to be returning to the uh, JCC. Um, Fairfax, November 11th. Unfortunately, I missed the July show because I was in England. Ah, but at least we know they're coming back. Um, VCW 
Hampton High School, September 2nd. Matt, I think I've only been to one wrestling event so far this year, in terms of indie events, I should say. So I think that this will be the second one. Um, it is said that the Golden Pinky Society are not welcome at this event, so I don't know if that's just a story, or we'll have to find that out. But I think Jackson and I are certainly going to be going down. That's actually a Labor Day weekend, so we'll be uh, making the most of that. Um, the I Am GCW show... Uh, which I also saw on Fight TV. Sawyer Wreck, absolutely amazing. Um, I've mentioned her before. I know Ryan has mentioned her before as well. Uh, looks like she has a banger coming up on American Rana 2. And if you, I'm going to get you to cast your mind back a little bit as well, Matt, to um, NXT when um, Bailey was uh, performing down there at the Performance Center. And you will remember probably a 10-year-old, 11-year-old girl, Izzy who used to be her super fan. Izzy is making her debut this weekend, so this could be a future Good Cop moment, um, at Mission Pro Wrestling. And she's going to be facing, I think it was Jasmine Allure, I think I saw as well. So often I still have Title Match Network, mainly for Mission Pro Wrestling. Um, so I, if I don't get to catch it live, I will definitely be catching it on uh, Catch Up before next week's show. But great to see a wrestling fan like that who's shown that she really is serious about it. I know I saw two years ago she was training, and obviously now she's going to be making a debut. But um, all the best to Izzy. Um, we want people who are passionate about the sport who are going to be in that ring, and she would definitely fit the bill for that. For sure. Um, fantastic news, Graham. I'm also wondering, and I know he's changed his Twitter handle now, and I can't remember what it is, but I know that, and I can't remember his old Twitter handle either now, um, I remember that he used to go and watch Mission Pro Wrestling, and actually he interviewed Jasmine Lure on his podcast as well, so I am curious to know if he's going to be watching. Bishop will be, if he's listening, he's going to be cursing me out right now for not remembering who it is. He's even been a guest on our show, Matt, as well, and I'm blanking. I'm getting old, so I'm going to blame it on that. Wow, Graham, Matt. Even. You don't know either, so. Well, that, we've had a lot of guests on the show over the years, Graham. So knowing another uh -huh. person, Jack, how are you, Jackson? Dad? Hey, here's what it is. All right, do you want to go into some bad cop moments? No, I want to. We could be, we could be promised we would mention Ryan's main good cop moments. Oh, I thought we were doing that in fan cop moments. Oh, if you can, if you want me to, if you want to. Because yeah, I, he's just a fan this week. Okay, because I uh, I didn't uh, I didn't uh, mention one of my good comments to do that, so never mind. Good. Bad. Man, you remove one third of this team, and we're gonna be done in about half the time that we normally finish. I think. All right, what's your main bad cop moment of the week? I'm running on I'm running on 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 um, wish on good wishes and and um and sugar right now, Graham, and I'm all out of sugar. So <laughs> um um I want to talk about shows changing their commentary teams. Oh, okay. And Monday Night Raw recently changed their sh their lineup. Um now I've done a lot of research into this. I've had this in there since since uh, Monday Night Raw announced it actually. Because obviously they've changed it now and now Wade Barrett and Michael Cole do Raw. Michael Cole, uh Corey Graves and Ryan's favourite commentator in the whole world, Kevin Patrick, are doing SmackDown. Now, Grant, I'm not even going to ask you to try and guess. I'm just going to tell you, okay? Bearing in mind that since Raw debuted in 1993, it has changed the commentary team 92 times. All right, shall I go get a book while you read them all out to us? No, no, no. No. We could, no. 
and you just need to make put it in the context. Okay, so we're talking over, we're talking well over thirty years. Thirty so years, three times a year, so about once every four months. That's not too bad. Okay, I, I, we can accept that. And sometimes that's the case of sometimes someone filled in on commentary or something like that. Sure. That's that as well. Okay, yeah. SmackDown sixty-five times is ninety-nine. Again, not that big thing. NXT fifty-two times in the last in twenty in thirteen years. Okay, so that's about once every three months. Okay, so I don't do much. Mm-hmm. Dynamite has changed sixteen times in three years, ten months. Rampage thirteen times in two years. Uh, that will be two years. On the day this goes out, as well. That's a uh, lot more frequent. That's more than once every two months, right? now. Well, I'm on that number. Collision. <laughs> eight shows <laughs> so far. Uh-huh. How many times have you been changing to commentary team? Please tell me it's eight. Four. <laughs> Four times they've changed the lineup on the commentary already. Now, I don't know because I haven't watched that show. Now, is it because, like, because you could claim that, like, if you look for the number of hosts that we have on Good Cop, Bad Cop, like, if we have a guest come in, then that can be a good thing. Like, you, so it, sometimes they'll pull wrestlers in onto commentary as well. So are they counting that as a change in the commentary team? Uh, I'm just trying to make sure they're not being cynical about this. So if it was something me, you, and then next week we're going to be me, you, and Ryan, would that be classed as a different group because of different circumstances? You know that what I'm trying to get here? It would be, yes. But even okay, so that's kind of cynical then as well. But with regards to collision, because I wanted to make sure that I was being fair about this. Okay. Um, com- uh, three of the four completely different teams. Okay, so are they just experimenting at the start to see what works? Maybe I just think that. Bear in mind, I cannot say for sure because in the UK. To watch Collision, you have to subscribe to Fight Plus. Do it. Brilliant. Fuck that shit. Oh, I am already paying over £200 in the UK. A month? For all of my streaming services. A month? Yes. Bloody hell, you don't even have time to watch that stuff because you're always playing video games or rolling 20 sided dice or watching. Re- oh my god, that's absolutely ridiculous. Graham, Graham, or I cooking. Still, I still watch the 18, 19 hours of TV a week with Chris. So you paid, you paid about 10 pounds an hour to watch TV. Graham, <laughs> that includes that's more expensive than a cinema ticket. That in, that includes, by the way, all of my... Oh, sorry, you said a week. You said a week, not a month. I apologise. My numbers were a little out. Yeah. I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of football, Graham, to be fair. So that takes up most of the, of the subscription charge. Because that includes all of my... I'd make as well as a cable, um, for example. I watch all of me Sky Sports, all of me TNT Sports. Um... You know, is it rude to ask you what would be the price of the top two subscription services that you use? $132.99. For which one? My Sky TV. 
Fucking hell, that's expensive. Oh my god. And people are complaining at paying about £132 for a TV license. And as I know it's a little bit more than that now, but that's for a whole year. Holy crap. My broadband in there, by the way, as well. Um, oh, okay. So it's not just for the. Okay, I got you. My husband has arrived. How are you? Good. You're good. That is not a bad cop moment. Tell, tell Chris about the new podcast that he's been invited on as a host. Oh yes, I need to need to let you know about this. Yes, um, you should do it on air. I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling him this now. Yes, um, you have been invited by the wives of the people um, who podcast to join them for spouse pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not mean that I nominated you. How we don't get to see other podcast? I was like. I was like I was like, you've asked for the weather. Chris is be- he's so busy he hasn't got time to do his own show at the moment. But I, but I, I did. But, but in fairness, you are a busy, busy man, Chris. You're Perhaps busy. he could do guest appearances on it. I dare say. I dare say. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, then... I would love to hear more from Chris. I just don't want to hear about gaming. So it would be nice to hear some non gaming content from Chris. So I think the spouse pod would be perfect. Well, Chris, what are you doing in in six episodes time? What is in six episodes time? Six weeks time? Uh, six weeks time? How's that? Alexa, what's the date six weeks from now? End of September. We're home from Florida then. <laughs> <laughs> that is the day we land, yeah. So technically speaking, I am here for episode two fifty. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're gonna miss two fifty. That's close. Might just switch that card to a Saturday. <laughs> we can move it a day if we need to. Yeah, because I think it'd be because why don't you come? Might be a little jet lagged. Yeah, Chris, come on, come on to two fifty. We could be a no, it's a non wrestling episode. You, you just gave me a look. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, we'll say we'll put that as, we'll put that in as a maybe at this point. That's Chris, Alex, and Morty booked. Good, lovely. Right. Okay. Oh, you already have people booked. I told you last week, Morty booked. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't always know when you're being serious as well. So. Being deadly serious. Yes. Okay. All right. Deadly serious. Basically, on that. Basically, basically, it's a show long open agenda. Basically. <laughs> Great. Um. But yeah. Um. I'm. I'm concerned. Well, I mean, I know Collision's only been going for eight, well, eight shows at time recording, but to, to change up the quality team so much, there's no consistency there. I mean, I get if it's like one person coming in sort of thing to give a point of view. I mean, I know we do it at CXW, for example, and people will jump in alongside me something for, for a match or something. Is that, that beer that you opened yesterday, you scummy bastard? The question I asked you guys in chat was the serious question is: Do I save Do I save this beer for tonight's episode, or do I leave it until Ryan is back next week to drink as, it? As I said, you are. We said this last week. You are fucking disgusting. Oh God, God, it's God! Good. It's not. He leave it out. Do not defend him, or you are on the fucking sofa. I can't hear what Chris is saying. I can hear he's defending me, but I can't hear his arguments, unfortunately. Yeah, well, mm. 
Anyway, so yeah, I'm concerned. Um, hopefully they 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 can lock the team in place at least for at least for a few months worth at least get some consistency going there because although I can't see the show, it is being well received by all by all accounts. Okay, so there is some concern about the numbers about at uh, Dynamite and Rampage shows. I saw someone pose a picture today from the crowd of Dynamite this week. And lo- not a lot of people that were there on the camera side, um, of, on the hard cam, um, and that's bizarre. I mean, aren't all in a, hitting a new attendance record at all in? Supposedly. Um, the other stat I can do that would convince me that this is surprising is the fact that on Monday, uh, Raw was the number one watched cable show in America. On Tuesday, I believe it was I saw NXT was, and then on Wednesday it was um, Dynamite. So maybe most watched, but by attendance in person, that's a problem. Sure, sure, but in terms of are they being successful right now? Yeah, like it, it wouldn't if people it wouldn't be the most watched show if people if people didn't have any interest. Oh, no, so wrestling's it's more easy. popular. I can't say more popular than it's ever been, but compared to a few years back, it's certainly on the Absolutely. rise again a little without, bit, or it without, seems like it. Without a doubt, the AEW and WWE having the two things, they're both up in their game. It's never been... We've, we've said this before multiple times on this show over the last five years, Graham. Um, it is a great time to be a wrestling fan right now because we're getting so much more quality product because they have to up their game. Have to up their game. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking and let you talk for a bit. We all should back off a moment all week. All right, Matt. So the thing I wanted to discuss, I really want to discuss with Ryan here. So I talked to you. We'll, we'll talk about it next week, okay? So my, I'm going to... I'll do my research then. Well, well that, that's that's why I wanted to tell you, because I was like, if you haven't, you might be able to do a research on it and you can talk about it as well. Looking at it here, assassination of John F. Kennedy was a work right moving on like i said it was something that i've been really excited to talk about for six days and uh yeah we'll, we'll wait we'll wait seven more days because it's something I, I really do want to discuss and uh it, i'm i'm sure most of our listeners will probably know about it it sounds like me and you probably were the only people who couldn't comment on this but um if we back this up like a week or so ago now i want to start off with one bad comment i actually missed something on my speed check that i really wanted to talk about so as i'm kind of flying without full notes here i'm going to mention it anyway um i want to talk about maven's podcast uh, sorry maven's youtube page now i wasn't even aware of this this kind of came up as one of my recommended things you're kind of pulling a face so it sounds like you're not a maven fan i don't think that's important i wasn't particularly a, a maven fan either but i was very interested in the first video that recommended so i don't know if you remember two years ago john oliver did a whole show about wwe so the first video i saw was him reacting to it so basically it would show you a clip he'd pause it he would talk about it from his perspective i thought it was really interesting i thought it was really insightful to hear a wrestler's critique of that rather than the layman's critique of it because obviously he knows some of the stuff that's happened behind the scenes so anyway that was the first video i watched the second video i watched was because it kind of links into another one he actually tells you how much he got paid working in the wwe like he's like i know it's impolite to ask and people always want to know how much money did you actually make during your career um I don't even like to play guessing games, Matt. So, would you like to guess what's the most in a year that Maven earned? Well, I know that when Daniel Puder won his season, he won a million-dollar contract, which was paid over four years. Okay. However, 
they they fired him after one after less than a year. So did he, he get his full money? You fuck. He just got his quarter. Uh, if you if you want proof of that, uh, his first and only match on WTV was part of the prize was a spot in the Royal Rumble match in 2005 where we saw a public hazing of him by the Canadian wrestler Eddie Guerrero and Hardcore Holly where basically the three of them just just chopped the hell out of him. For I didn't know Eddie Guerrero was Canadian. For Sorry, five... continue please. There was a comma in there, I know. For five minutes straight pretty much just abused the guy. Mm. He him out the ring. Um... Because he, because he trained for 10 weeks. And Pete, some people have been trying for for years to get the sport he had. And he was not grateful for it. Maven was very humble about, uh, from all accounts, about him being very fortunate to have the spot he had. And obviously he got thrust. His first fall was with The Undertaker, of all people. Um, okay. but, but so I'm saying that for him, based on... What he was, um, based on what his predecessors were paid, I would say the most he was probably paid a year by at his height. Um, I would say 250,000 pounds a year max, 400,000. But I thought it was interesting, like, he's very humble about it. Like, he says, Look, I'm no, I'm not that top person, I was a mid carder. Like, he's very honest about it. I would really and his worst year for that. His worst year was seventy five thousand, and he said over his career he earned about eight hundred thousand. So it's not terrible, but it's also not a massive amount either. At the same time, compared to if you look at the different sports oh, stars, how much they and the sacrifices that you made as well. So that was one of the video. The other one was um, I'm not I'm not sure if you want to play another round of this guessing game, yeah. but he also talked about how much money he made from other things like royalties and things like that. So he still gets royalty checks, which I guess I would never have even thought about to be honest. So when we're going pre-network now. So when you used to buy your DVDs for SummerSlam and things like that, how much do you think he got? How much do you think his royalties check was for his share of the DVDs per mm. quarter? Well, I well Maven um, didn't appear on a great deal of pay-per-views, um, so um, I'm pretty much guessing that the ones that he would have been that he would have the ones that he was on was Royal Rumble O2. Uh, WrestleMania 18, uh, Survivor Series 2004. These ones that stand out to me, he may be on more, but these ones stand out to me. Okay. Um, Backlash 2002, I think, and New Year's Revolution 2005. You are um, such a show, it's not even funny, but. You could be spouting total BS now, and I got I don't have Ryan with me to fact check right now. But there, there are others out, there are others I'm sure which he was on. I can't for life of me remember what the fuck they were. Uh, All right, so what do you think he's getting from royalties every quarter? Or if but, you want to do it per year, we can, I can easily multiply. I don't that know how much they get paid in royalties per. I didn't either. This is why I thought this video was really interesting, and but, it's a bad cop moment because I forgot to mention this in my good cop moments. So I'm gonna say the fact that it may be a good cop moment here. I'm no, just... I thought that just the videos were interesting. That was why it was supposed to be oh, a good... It was okay. to try and get people to perhaps go check them out. I would say per every time one is sold, he gets 10 cents. 
I didn't ask you that. I asked him how much yeah, check, what checks did you get from WWE every quarter, no. every three months. So sorry, you... I forgot you can't do a quarter or 12. I'm sorry, my bad. Give me a second, do some math quickly, all right? Okay. okay so please... Don't forget to carry the one. 10 cents per DVD, and then on average, it's about two and a half million, I'm saying, DVDs. Okay, so I would say, I'd say that he would probably get 20 grand for quarter. A quarter? Holy shit, you're, you're like way... See, we went total opposite ends of the spectrum. I didn't think he was getting very much at all. I thought he would probably get like, I don't know, 500,000, something like that. And you went completely opposite. And the answer's 5,000 each quarter. Like, that's even after he's left the WWE. So each year, he's picking up, like, about 20,000. I was like, that's pretty decent. He's picking up 20 grand a year rather than a quarter. Yeah. 5,000 a quarter. 20,000 for, for, the, for the year. I think that's pretty decent. And just for not doing anything. Just for literally people buying your DVD. You don't have to do anything extra. You get that. And this is just for a mid-carder as well. So you know that people who... Anyway, that was one of the facts. So once the WWE Network kicked in, of course... <laughs> Uh, people aren't buying those DVDs anymore. So, what is his um? What is his quarterly check from the WWE now from his participation? Five bucks. <laughs> uh, three hundred dollars. So, yeah, the network, which I think pretty much is universally hated uh, for its functionality at times, obviously has cost him a lot of money. So he's gone down from twenty thousand a year to twelve hundred a year from his residuals. I've had none of these issues other people seem to be having with a network. Oh, you're, you're lucky then. You're, you're lucky. I'm glad you don't, but it can be. Um, it's actually much more functional now. Um, when I was watching the last pay-per-view event, I actually came in late, and I could start it wherever I wanted so I could rewind it. Um, I could skip through intros. It's like, I don't need another backstory. I have another backstory I've been watching. So I could do move backwards and forwards throughout the show, which I couldn't do when it first came out on Peacock. So in general, it's, it's much better. But there are still times when there's what issues. Day sure. one last year, Graham. So, say that again. What was event last year? January the 1st. Um, wasn't it that NXT show? No, that's the event where Brock won the championship when Roman got COVID. Oh, okay. Big E lost the World, World Time, WWE Championship that night. Well, that happened while I was in America. Obviously. Start of last year, January 1st. Okay. I couldn't watch anything I wanted because I didn't have a VPN then. So I could, yeah. And I had WWE Network, but it doesn't work in America. No. Nope. So even though I had the network and I was paying for the bloody thing, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Now that's yeah, that definitely sucks. That definitely sucks. Anyway, the last video that I watched for Maven, Maven has nine videos posted right now. Um, this was the third one I watched, and I was only watching this just before the volley started. I was so into these videos, Matt, I actually forgot about the volley. Um, I was fully intending to watch for all the trash talking I was doing with you, jokingly off air. And and when I when I got in, I was like, oh my god, it's two forty five. I'm like, these guys have probably been talking for like an hour now at this point. So luckily, it did start at two forty five. But the third video I watched was talking about. I think the question was, what's the worst in not worst injury bad? What's the worst receipt you've received? And it actually shows you. 
Um, it it was interesting the fact that Maven obviously has that knowledge. He will share a lot of stuff that perhaps other people haven't. And you know how difficult content creation is to come up with something different that nobody else is doing. And just on the strength of those three videos I've seen so far, I, I thought it was really interesting. And seeing as I have to shit, seeing as I have to postpone my bad cop moment, main bad cop moment for a week, this kind of fits in uh, pretty nicely with just a few little tweaks there. I want to so, ask you then, Graham, what was that receipt? Uh, it was uh, Gene Schnitzky. Oh, remember that one? Orbital. Yeah, he um, broke his orbital. He didn't mean to, but that's the way it goes. And then he took a chair shot to the head afterwards. Uh, apparently, they're apparently they're really good about it. Um, and he said afterwards, Vince said to him, "You need to go and talk to Gene right now." Uh, once they got backstage, and he did, and Gene's like, "Yeah, I, I know you didn't mean to do it. It's it's one of those things, blah blah blah." Uh, but he still has a scar from it, and um, he still and uh, Maven said that he still has, I think, marks on his head as well. I'm not sure if he's got any other, in but yeah, he still has the effect of it for sure. So, in honor of the man who is not here, uh, again, prove that an unprotected headshot get in the fucking bin. Maven was kind of almost like okay, he was expected to take a chair shot, and it shows you in the film he's there looking. He's like, well, he's not in the ring right now because he obviously wasn't supposed to get hit in the eye as badly as he did. So he Gene had rolled out the ring, but then he's waiting for it, and then finally when he did get, so I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a headshot at that point, but yeah, he um, yeah, I still remember the first time I'd heard about receipts, and surprisingly, it was my 10-year-old son who knew about them, because he asked Dustin Tara a question about receipts, and he's like, hold on, did you just say receipts? He's like, how do you know about that? And I'm like, what's a receipt? <laughs> I had no idea. So that. somehow Mason knew about them before I knew about them. Attaboy. Attaboy, Mason. Yeah, I thought that was funny that I didn't know. Yeah, and, and I dare say Junior is right there in terms of that knowledge. I mean, I, I remember reading a post you put on Facebook this week, Graham. I read it in Jackson's voice, uh, which is which was amazing. Um, right. I could see it. I was thinking that it said five-year-old, but I'm like, I can imagine I read, I read it in Jackson's like five-year-old voice <laughs> as well. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to go for as fast as I can. Speed check time. If you're fast, I can. Okay. Um, as um, spinal experts have told Biggie never dress again. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sad if that's the case, but we also did that before. That and will he? Won't he? Will he? Won't he? We'll get that to him. Okay. Um, fifty nine thousand one hundred ninety four people in attendance for SummerSlam, the same venue with more staging held WrestleMania twenty three. 80,103. That's quite a lot less, but the fact they had less staging to worry about this time. Wondering what it is. Um, people overreacting to the Triple H um, being removed from the board of directors. People overreacting about it. Not a shock. They're combining two companies together. And they need to, there's some people from UFC board not being on their board anymore. Triple H is still in charge of creative. He's still the, the chief content officer. He just doesn't be on the board anymore. I don't mind that. It's fine. Um, but actually went to a fucking ad break for non-Peacock, premium Peacock members in the USA for one of the matches. Mm. Like, what? During that pay-per-view level event, you went for an actual ad break. No. Um, do they do that on uh, Sky? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's not pay per view, though, is it? That's just. 
Yeah, that's different. Uh, we, no, we uh, um, over here we um in for uh, we for premium live event we um um we in the UK on network we get the premium version. Um, Ricochet Logan Paul was a phenomenal match, but the finish felt weak to me. Um, and then to have Corey Graves beating the dead horse about Samantha Irvin, wishing that she that she hadn't backed Ricochet and she'd rather be, I'm going to call it like I see it, fucking Logan Paul than Ricochet. Um, it detracted from it detracted from the match for me. Not least because at one point Michael Cole said like, "You're just making this stuff up now," and he's like, "And actually, you had you hear him say like sometimes." Um, I'm being like. That's not what commentators be fucking doing, Corey. I had just come round to you in terms of a commentator. Okay, you've lost me again now. Get in the fucking bin. Okay, bring back fucking Booker T the way we're thinking of going now. Um, um, fucking clickbait on YouTube. Uh, inside the ropes, I'm calling it as I see it. Every post on YouTube teases something big. For example, Graham. Samoa Joe makes history during AW Collision. Okay, that's what the big the big title was. I clicked through it to see what it was. Now, bearing in mind, soccer, pun, soccer. I know, but I was wanted to see what 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 it was because I I always just look at the comments and I say yeah, they do a click is what it is sort of thing. I always look do that, but I just wanted to see curiously what this big thing what what the big history thing was because if it's a history making thing, then what is it sort of thing? Is it a movie broken out and used for years, sort of thing. What is it? He's had the shortest match in the history of the show, which has been going for eight weeks. And it was <laughs> that's clutching at straws a bit. I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. So I have not only unfollowed them, I've reported them for spam. Um, <laughs> A scripted MMA fight does not work in WWE. It does not work. A scripted MMA fight does not work. I audibly... Um. Allow me, please. Allow me, please. And then you can come in by me. Audibly, I heard boring chants three times. I counted. Um, they also missed the opportunity to have a UFC legend referee it. And Michael Cole repeated the winning conditions for the match five times in six minutes. Um, and the last thing I wanted to touch upon was um, was that I think I, I missed something. I have missed something. So from so uh, professional, I have missed something. I'm tired. Okay, give me a break. So because I because I missed something. From, Happy Saturday, by the way. Because I missed something from my uh, good cop feature, I'm going to put it in here instead. Can we give a moment to Samantha Irvin in general, though, as a ring announcer? I've never seen a ring announcer so passionate and excited about her job. Um, she is a class act. Just in the way she announces, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni She actually does the whole the actual Italian thing with her hand every time she has a Giovanni Vinci. But it's, I've never seen anyone, she may even be better than Lillian Garcia. And she, <gasps> how dare you? I'm, I'm, saying, I'm about ready to mute you right now. I'm about to come I'm over saying, there and give you a slap in the face. I'm saying she may be, by the end of her career, she may be. 
She's certainly number two, if not the moment. She is phenomenal because when you actually there's actually a clip on YouTube of her look of seeing the one, two, three, and then she looks for her cue. It took so excited to actually do her job of of announcing the winner of it was, it was Cody with Lesnar. It was wonderful. It's wonderful. We need more passion in the business, and I love that woman. So back I when if, uh, Ryan was here, we'd be mentioning Rich Palladino at this point as well. Uh, yeah, um, I'm just going to quote he he the bag of cheat uh, he the bag of dicks. So I think that was for somebody else. I think those I think those notes got a little scrambled there, possibly. possibly. The fact machines going to blink again. I'm afraid. So what I was going to say was um, when Ronda need Shayla uh, Shayna in the face, it was like oh my! I was watching it with Jackson. I was like oh my god. I was like, that looked, that didn't, I'm sure that you're not supposed to hit that hot. And then sure enough, she had a black eye when she appeared on Raw on Monday. So apparently that was legit, right? That wasn't fate. But that's why a, that's why a, a fixed martial yeah. art like, does not work. No. 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 It, doesn't say it doesn't work. Plus, MMA fights, are just, MMA fights are over in under a minute. But they're gone for seven, eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Like these two are as good as they are, you know. I mean, Ronda's done. If that's the case, then that's great. Shayna, push her to the moon now. Please push her to mm-hmm. the moon, Triple H. Graham, you're back, Copton. Um, just a couple of things. Um, having mentioned MLW in my main good cop moment, I was then curious to go back and try and find that TV show. And the next episode that followed on for this on MLW Fusion, um, it aired on August the 3rd, but it was filmed on February the 10th. What the hell? Why are you saving an episode for six months? In terms of continuity, that that's terrible. Like, I understand sometimes you have to film things in advance, but at least film them in the same order that you're releasing them. That made no sense to me at all. I uh, did not like that. Um, and I saw on PW Guru from July 18th, and I've been saving this for a few weeks now, Matt, uh, the Peacock app um, will increase its subscription fees from... Uh, five dollars to five ninety nine a month, and the premium one from ten to uh twelve dollars a month, essentially. So twenty percent increase. That's way above the rate of inflation. Uh, I am pleased to report my ninety nine cents a month I'm paying is still good though until the end of the year. Um, but once again, wrestling fans again hit. You just said your subscription fees are ridiculous, and they're all bumping them up. That's what's going on. I haven't signed. I cancelled Netflix when I was coming to the coming to England. So I'm like, I'm not gonna have time to watch it. I'll just cancel it and then start it back up again. It's like twenty dollars a month now. I'm like, heck no, I'm not paying that. It's ridiculous. One good thing, I get my Netflix included for free with my Sky TV. There you go. That's something. But yeah, I have enough. I have enough stuff that I can watch right now. So it's, all about, it's all about getting your um your bundles when you can. That's what it's all about for sure. I guess so. I guess so. All right, fan cops. Yeah, do it. Good. Bad. Now I could have easily fallen back on something with with saving a moment for a week. I could have easily fallen back on something I really want to talk about, but I knew it would be mentioned in fan cop, and sure enough, it is. In fact, it gets mentioned several times. So Matt, you're normally good at carrying on the thread. I normally just read the good cut. This one, I'm going to go through the whole thread because there's a lot in here, and then we can probably talk about it a little bit as well. So I'm going to start with Bishop at TW Takes Podcast. A bad cop moment. His podcast isn't coming back until December. Uh, September, October, November. Come on, Bishop. We we can't wait that long. We need our terrible wrestling takes quicker than that. Um, he starts off. SummerSlam was awesome to be there live. Yeah, I saw some pictures of him in Detroit. Uh, best cop. Blood Bloodline story always has a new layer. 
And worst cop, Logan Paul is too rich to wrestle full time. Uh, I put, I'm drowning in these layers. Can you throw me a life preserver, WWE, please? And actually, I'm going to pause at that point. So I was actually watching this with Jackson. And we watched the whole pay-per-view together, except for the Roman match, because I knew his entrance would take 10 minutes. So we watched it together in the morning, because Jackson was already in bed at this point. And that was the match he wanted to watch. And we talked about what's going to happen in the match. And we talked about, it's going to start with uh, Roman and Jay. And I said, obviously, Solo is going to come in and interfere, because that's been what's happening for the last three years. If it wasn't Solo, it was Jimmy. If it wasn't Jimmy, it was Jay. We knew that part would happen. And then we said, as Jimmy's been out for a long time, you know Jimmy's coming back in as well. Jimmy could come and help Jay. And then I said, whoa, hold on a second. Hold on. And I don't know what made me say this. I said to him, Jimmy's going to turn on Jay. It, you knew that they wanted to keep Roman going. So it made no sense to put Solo and Jimmy in this, because, you know, that kind of balances it out. So I kind of called it. I kind of called it. I was like, please don't do that, though. That would suck. Like, it makes no sense. But for some reason, it made perfect sense that WWE would do that. It seemed to me more like a Vince storyline than it seemed like a Hunter storyline to me. Now, I know Bishop's put forward several lines of theory for this. Bottom line is, I thought it was absolute BS. And a lot of our fans think it's total BS as well. I'll continue with the thread in a minute, but I know you probably want to jump in and say something, too. That was what I was reacting to in the intro. Oh, okay. Well, I was right. For fuck's sake! <laughs> so, the Wrestle Witch, Bad Cop, the entire Brotherhood storyline, I'm bored and tired. Um, the People's Champ, uh, if you're like me, I was invested up till Saturday. Now it's getting some serious side-eye. Yep. Um, and then I mentioned that, yeah, I want to talk about more of this about in fan cop. Uh, Bishop, once again, snidely. There's always riveting indie wrestling. Spell indie wrong deliberately as well. Hey, you can watch both. And there's no reason why you can't watch both. But I demand a higher standard for my main event than the BS of Roman just getting multiple people on his side again. This has been going on for three years. We're tired of it. A lot of people are tired of it right now. Um, oh, and that's it. That was actually the end of the thread, I think. I thought there was more to it, but oh, uh, Wrestle Witch uh, tried to mention the fact that Jinder Mahal's reign was better than Roman's. <laughs> I'm just trying to think how many times Roman's defended the championship against money in the bank cash ins. Austin Fury didn't get an actual match against Roman. Um, the year before, it was cashed in on the other ground. So Roman has never had to defend in an actual match against a man in the bank cash. He won't be defending it this time either because you know that they're going after Seth. Well, it so it looks that way, although there's frustration there between Judgment Or Finn. Or Finn if Finn gets it. I'm quite excited to see what happens with Judgment Day, but we're going to come to that in a moment because it's going to be sliding on the radar. Again, what a great match. What a great match and so much good stuff being built in general. Um, I am going to... Um, um, slide myself into just in time two and one mjf and adam cole continue to be an absolute joy and dynamite uh worst cop jimmy turning on jay makes absolutely no sense whatsoever after what we've been seeing the past month before summer slam mm -hmm. um it's yeah it, it's a it's a smackdown might be i mean be fair they're pretty good telling a good story on smackdown usually so we should so if anyone can get out that corner turn into it's uh it's uh it's it's Paul Levesque. So I'm assuming you will not be staying up to watch that. 
No, as soon as we're done, yeah. I'm literally pressing stop and I'm going straight to bed, Graham. Because I've got a part run in nine hours. It'd be funny if I had that devil's advocate like I had for you on. You'll be able to tell me which episode when I read something for about five minutes long. <laughs> Just to prolong the show. I can't even remember what it was. Okay, you've, you've also got one from Bishop. You put one in afterwards, Graham. Um, let me do it for you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Dale Cop moment. Um, Triple H, biggest ever party this summer. Um, he, yeah, um, most watched some of them of all time, highest person of them of all time, largest gift for any non WrestleMania event ever, most sponsorship revenue for any non WrestleMania event ever, high merchandise sales for any non WrestleMania event ever, most social media views for some of them ever. But the merch thing is LA Knight. That's nothing to do with the Roman Reigns story at all. People are not buying Roman's merch right now. People are buying LA Knight. That's the big story. How did that not appear in any of our good cop moments? Him actually winning that event as well. I was loving it. Like, yes! <laughs> Give the fans what they want for the, once. The reason, Graham, is because LA Knight is knocking out the park. We don't need it. It speaks for itself. I guess my thing is, I tend not to do WWE because I know that one of you two normally will, so I normally go a little to the side for that. Um, People's Champ, uh, JCB, Good Cop Moment, Logan Paul and Ricochet with a sick curtain jerker at SummerSlam. Bad Cop Moment, Jimmy turning on Jay. Makes little sense with a story given. We got some serious explaining to do on SmackDown. Common theme this week. Common theme. Yeah. Um, high five, Tom. A uh, good cop moment. Stoked for three out of four wrestlers in the G1 semi-final. Even my boy Jeff Cobb got screwed over. Uh, bad baseball cop moment. Yes, I know it should be for another show, but Graham, but Kevin Brown's suspension is complete and utter BS. Explain. It is. Explain. You need me to explain quickly. Um, he's an Orioles commentator, and midweek he meant they're top of the division right now, but they have a very low. Uh, payroll, and it was kind of mentioned that, that the club should be investing more, more into the team at this point to try and make sure that they can make it to the playoffs this year and make the World Series play that. And um, the owners decide who are the commentators, so they suspended him because basically <laughs> he was talking, and not trash about them, but he was suggesting that they should invest more. So they weren't, he wasn't following the party line, I guess would be a, a reasonable analogy to it. I believe though, I saw that he his suspension does end and he's coming back on uh, to Day, actually as we're recording yeah. but apparently even if he's not it said that he would be such a guy that if they're releasing him the other 31 teams would probably want to snap him up anyway so it might turn out to be a good thing either way but so it would be like if that person you play softball for um well, I was going to say it'd be like Michael Cole saying, uh, making some comment about the booking of the show. Like, Hunter really should do a better job of pushing uh, Chad Gable um, because he's been second fiddle for too long, something like that. He'd be like Babe Ruth basically having to go at anybody um, who used to be his coaching team and then going to play for a better team. Sure. For example. You want to go with that? Sure. Um, I'm going to do the menagerie, even though I think you know who these people are better than I do. I do. Um, at the cast menagerie. Hashtag good cop moment. Graham acknowledged us. 
and hashtag silicon moment he doesn't fear us so i've done i did a little bit more research this time and the four people they follow uh, you're the common denominator with all this matt it's people that you know like uh kerry and uh alex like uh okay if it was just that i'll be like well it could be a few other people it could be chris as well but then when they follow people like five nerds go i'm like all right there's a common denominator here and it's you and the fact that somebody with only four followers knows that i run the good cup bad cup thing i was like something's not quite um not, something's not quite adding up here right now so you're involved you got your finger in a certain pie here but i'm just not quite sure how at this point i would like to point out graham but everybody and their dog know that you run the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast Twitter feed. Right? When you look at the, all the people that are following, though, it's people like Real Chris Ballas, UTT Rob, Dan Griffin. Like, it's all our group that we have. But then there's your separate kind of gaming group to the side, Kerry and Alex. And I was like, you're the you're the chain here. But I just don't quite know what's going on here. And it does say podcast coming soon. So I did actually ask you on WhatsApp. I was like, do you have another bloody podcast? Not me. Nice. Not me. <laughs> is, is Kerry's. Uh, okay. All right. Kerry and Caitlin are doing this. Whatever they want to talk about any week. Okay. Not right. yet. But I am think I probably will be guessing on at some point, I dare say. We could, um, we could make some, but um I've helped no schedule a three hour window, ladies. Pointed a one of them, one of them is on binary, so make. Oh, sure. I apologize. I apologize. Did not know pronouns. It's, it's all. It's all. If you don't know, you don't, you don't know. If you, as as Kate always says, um, if you don't know, it's fine. If you know, you're being a dick, and you didn't know, so you I did not know. So you're all good. You're all good. Okay, let's move on, Graham. Anyway, from that, shall we, Graham? And I should. I'm going to go to um. Well, Chad, Chad underscore mind. Um. Chad, we miss you. We want you back. Yeah. On. We want you back soon, buddy. Um, best cop moment, Gunter still being the man. Bad cop moment, um, Paul and Ricochet have little to no chemistry. Um, Interesting this week. We had two negatives for that match and one positive. So it, it shows you how it resonates with different people. I had, well, to be fair, match was, I said match was good, but I, I thought like, it was too. I didn't like the finish though. But that, but that's because he's already got a um a titanium hand. Why does he need to use the uh, you could use that? Surely he doesn't need to use a knuckle duster sort of thing. I grant you to get heat, but he's already got fucking heat. He doesn't need any more of that. People aren't booing him because of his character. People are booing him because of who he is outside of the business. That's not good. People aren't booing him for the for the reason they want him to be booing him. A reaction is a reaction, but it's not the one they want. I thought it was the perfect match to open the pay-per-view with. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't watch the pre-show, um, but in terms of when I sat down with Jackson, we were like, we were excited by it. He loved the match. He thought it was great. And me too. I, I was like, the energy levels are up. Perfect. Let's proceed with the show. It was a great match. Yep. I got Danny, our Scottish juggalo here. Mm. A good cop. RVD still has it. He can electrify an arena. And bad cop, the Marty Gennetti, uh DSOTR episode left me feeling odd and um yeah it it, it kind of did i kind of agree uh wrestle which said no but the same kind of felt icky and yeah i didn't kind of know how i felt after it either it was a little felt a little strange i think odd kind of summarizes it perfectly but that that's the uh that was the season finale as well I mean, dark side of the ring yeah dark side of the ring are... just for people that i don't know recognize what i was talking about dark side of the ring are very good at 
doing um, deep dives on some stuff we don't always know about. Sometimes I've watched those. I'm like, yeah, I wish I hadn't watched that. Because I actually have had nightmares after them sometimes. Hmm. And that's never good, obviously. No, uh, it's not. Okay, so next up, let's have a look. Um, um, uh, oh, uh, my, one of my co-host on the volley, uh, Mr. Dan Griffin. Mm-hmm. Um, at Dan Griffin 21, good commandment, rise, summer sesh, was a lot of fun to witness live. Too much badness to recount. He <laughs> my co-host, uh, my co-host, my, my tag partner at CXW, uh, Daniel Doherty. Um, there, and apparently he called me a good egg. And I'm like, ah, that's good. Uh, at that moment, some of them fell a bit flat across the board. It, it was a divisive show. fan base, Graham, this week. Yeah. The best cop moment, the volley debut show was incredible fun and worth putting a good cop, bad cop back for. Eh. Did not have anything <laughs> I promise. I like how my little throwaway comment about I wish I had a pie for half time suddenly just like <laughs> suddenly spiraled off. Um, one thing I did want to talk I'm about on the negative side for, for SummerSlam was the match that didn't hit for me, because people have mentioned this so far, was one I've not heard anyone else talk about. So this is obviously just me. Um, Gunther's match and um, Drew. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel it. It was like, it just doesn't, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it too many times already. But it was like, this is dull. I was really bored by it. To me, that was... Uh, I don't think... the the As much as I like Ronda Rousey, that match was not good. I didn't like it. But it told it it told a story and it did what it needed to do. Um, but for Gunther, I don't know. I, I expect, and It might be I hold him to a higher standard now as well. But to me, it didn't seem anything different than what I'd already seen multiple times. And well, I was there kind was of bored by it. There was a slight problem with this match. Um, in, not in terms of that, in terms of the quality, I thought it was a good match, personally, but we're divided on that something, that's fine. Um, the problem is, is that the match he had on Raw was way better. The match he had with Chad Gable, yeah. on the, the go-home show, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, We knew how good Chad Gable was, but Gunter, Chad Gable, that's why I'm saying he's going to win the championship from him. That's yeah. why, because of that match. He went out there and he not only proved it, and he could he can hang with Gunter, and, and he can meet him. All right. Well, I'm going to do one of Dan Griffin's co-hosts, and I'm going to do Rob because I don't think that's happened yet. A uh, good cop moment. The WWE Network hasn't been lagging this week. That's always good. Uh, WTF cop moment. The rumors of Triple H's impending removal from WWE's board, and a bad cop moment. Uh, build for All In isn't making me feel the hype yet, but I'll be nice to see some people um, either way. As I mentioned earlier, um, Triple H being removed from a board is not the E's board. It's the fact that it'll be a combined board between Endeavour. So it's a case of they can't have a 90-person board. It's, I'm exaggerating a little bit there, but so it has to be brought down a little bit anyway. And who knows, um, given what um, happened last week, he may be back on the board sooner than you think anyway. Uh, Midwest Wrestling Roundup podcast. Good cop moments. So much acting in the Midwest Wrestling scene. Tough to narrow down a moment. However, stay tuned to this global media, where you listen to us, of course, for updates on the upcoming ICW Milwaukee Insane Eight. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I got the last one, and then I think you need to find, um, if you don't already, Ryan's moments. Uh, Ring of Honor Rev Ring of Honor Revelry, thankful cop moment. The full Ring of Honor Revelry crew of High Five Tom, uh, Willa Utah, and the Irish Misfit were able to join at Apron Bump for an awesome 2003 main event spectacle show. And good cop moment, although TV was okay, anytime we get Chomper, Algenstein versus Widmer versus Widmer and Wolves, aces. Question, sir. Can you say the um, members of the podcast again, please? Because my hearing... hey, why don't you just tell me what it's supposed to be? Well, I thought I thought uh, uh, no, I thought I misheard you. Though I thought you said Willa Utah. <laughs> Willa Utah. Yeah, I'm way too tired. I'm way too tired. Okay. Um. Something... Okay. The moment that I was going to talk about earlier, we live for now. Ryan's main good comment of the week was. Cody's hand being raised by Brock and shaking it was not planned. Triple H mentioned it at a press conference. Um, I did not know that. You watch these press conferences going through, they are absolute gold dust for good cop and bad cop moments. Absolute gold dust for it. Well worth your time. And Graham, you can even watch and they're on YouTube, Graham, so you can watch about time soon. Brilliant. And the bad cop moment, David will probably lose to Gunter unless the match is after the record. Uh, well, <laughs> well, to be fair, maybe he will lose before the record, but uh, after it, he'll win it. Um, it may not be clean, but he'll win it. Right, then, Graham. Um, thank you, everybody, for getting in touch this week. It's time for us now to head over to the Devil's Advocate round. Good! Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to the Devil's Advocate round for this week's Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast. Myself and Graham and an empty chair will um, throw Devil's Advocates at each other. I best imagine that the empty chair will fail miserably for defending a ridiculous statement for 20 seconds. Uh, with a wrestling and a non-wrestling theme this week. Graham, you have the choice of going first or second because anyone having a problem saying can take out with the DADA on a retainer at Microsoft at Dying Formats. You're, you have a problem with it, sir. Um, uh, the one I had for Ryan was wrestling related, and yours was non wrestling related. So you're getting Ryan's because I don't think it's going to last a week. It wouldn't be as topical. So the one I'd like you to defend first is on Sunday, August the 27th at 7 p.m., the WWE Super Show in Huntsville, Alabama should feature a Viking boat brawl match between the Raiders and a local tag team. Why not, Graham? I think it'd be a perfect match to have. I mean, let's face it, it only takes like two and a half hours to put that fucking boat together in the first place. And then you've got to get all the makeup on for Valhalla and you know it's still Logan and all that stuff. Why call it Valhalla in the first place? But it's the sort of thing that people want to see at the live events rather than... Now, that was what I was worried about, which is why I gave it to Ryan originally rather than you, because I don't think you have a clue what I'm talking about. To you, it's probably the most surreal thing at all. Um, All over Facebook in America this week, there's been memes of people with steel chairs and the whole incident that happened in Alabama as they were getting off the boat. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about at all? I I have heard um about a um, less than pleasurable 
moment. You know, about that, that was the reason why it came up. That was why it was specifically on that date. I was just curious. I wanted like, oh, I wonder when the next um, thing. So it was just going to be the fact that it should just be a, a boat match. But then I was like, oh, the Vikings have that boat as well. So I was like, shoot, let's just throw that all in one. But it would have worked better for Ryan than it did for you. But you managed the task. You still had to defend it. For you, it was just a surreal one as far as you were concerned. Yeah. Right, Graham. I'm going to... You, so seeing as you give me wrestling one, I'm going to give you a wrestling one. The next time I go to a wrestling event, I will pull my phone out and watch something else instead. Well, absolutely. That's the whole point of having uh, personal um, items like this. It's that flexibility. Everything's on demand now. People don't have to watch things when, they, when they're when they there in person. You can watch it whenever you want to watch it. So whatever that thing is I'm watching, I can obviously watch it on YouTube later. So why would I get my phone out when I can pull up multiple things? Why limit myself to just wrestling when I can pick comedies, films, TV shows, etc.? All right, where's that one coming from? Sunday morning, UK time, someone shared on Facebook a picture of someone seen behind someone at SummerSlam. They were three rows from the front on the hard cam and they were watching collision on their phone. <laughs> happening in the <laughs> What the that is so stupid. That's not even funny. And do you want to know what the match in the ring was, Graham? Go on. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. <laughs> Wow, you can't watch that later when you get. Uh, oh my god! Like, so you paid for a ticket to be third row, and you're using your phone to watch an event which you've probably got DVR'd at home anyway. Probably, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, well, don't or just if you want to watch it, fine. Don't buy a ticket for SummerSlam. Thing you think, people who killed you for that ticket. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, if you were doing a devil, a non wrestling devil's advocate for me, it could easily be the the comedian Sarah Millican is the funniest person in the world, and it would I would probably have to tap out on that one because I do. You obviously, oh, it sounds like from your reaction, and you're a fan of Sarah Millican. Yeah. I think that she's obnoxious. I don't think she's funny at all. And if she's actually on a show, I genuinely now often tend to skip it. So if she's on QI, I don't watch that episode if she's on a radio show that i like to listen to i skip it i don't think she's funny at all however however go on go on tell me how much you love sarah millican for balance then you're shocked wow i've i've actually silenced you matthew willis i didn't think i did very rare that that happens but this is obviously one of those things now oh, oh mr lewis i apologize <laughs> I'm so shocked that you're shocked that I forgot who you were for a second there. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, this this woman. I'm sorry? I want to interview her and talk to her. Why? She's got an amazing life. So is she like on your top 10 or something? Or is it because you'd probably like to interview everybody? Are you just picking this at random or is this genuinely a thought you've had before? I would like to interview Sarah Millican. My top five UK comedians. Shut up. Really? Well, okay. Well, this is a perfect one then. Um, this is probably the only funny thing she's ever said. So um, this was a problem with it. I couldn't go with the way I wanted to. But anyway, um, I'm going to read. Well, if you like it that much, you might have already seen this tweet. But okay. All right. The tweet was, the thing that impresses me most about cooking programs is that their baking trays are clean at the start rather than black with burnt on dinners of the past. This is the thing you see, Graham. When on these cooking shows, Graham, it impresses me how much work they clearly put in the, behind the scenes. 
the skivvies are clearly doing all the work with the wire wool. We made it a zinc nowadays because legally they can't use iron anymore. And then scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. scrubbing. My kitchen ground at home, terrible. Um, well, you use the microwave, so it's a little different. You couldn't use a metal pan. And for the mute button comes back out again. Right. Um, I thought that was pretty funny, actually. Um, I'm not a big fan of cooking shows particularly, but when I saw that, I, it did get a little chuckle from me. And my first thought was, wow, Sarah Millican actually got me to laugh at something. But then I was like, as a cooking person, I was like, it's not the hardest one to defend. But I thought <laughs> I thought if you haven't seen it, I thought that you would appreciate it. And it just seemed like an easy one to throw in as a devil's advocate. Cooking person, I actually have a type in a chef, Graham. That's a cooking person. Okay, but you're a teaching person, Graham. You, you, you're That's teaching. fine. I'm okay with that. That's okay. fine. Okay, you are. His well, it's not just your job, though. It's something that you do outside of your job as well. So it's not. I just, Actually, no, you don't. You go. You got to take coins. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. What do you got for? What do you got for? I know you were Slimmer of the Week again. I'm having you actually. Holy shit! You haven't mentioned Slimmer of the Week this week, and you haven't mentioned CXW. What the actual beat? I've mentioned CXW three times. You did? Oh, you mentioned Paris. I remember you mentioning Paris. Okay, that was funny last week when Ryan called you out though after two minute two hours and fifteen minutes. Said that that when I listened back, that kind of made <laughs> that made me laugh out loud when I heard that. That was funny. All right, what you got for me? Okay. Um. This one, you can't blame me for. So, by the way, Ryan, I have so many good ones for you. They're completely wasted on Graham. He wouldn't have a clue what to do with them. Uh, and they're time sensitive, so I can't use them again. Uh, so I'll tell you after this one, Graham, what they were. Um, I'll try. Hey, I'll try and defend them. It's worth okay, it. One, one for you. Give me the real one first, then I'll define yes. it for the others for a while. Clearly, a chat from 2020 is not new. So, sorry, say that one again. I didn't hear any. Clearly, a chat from 2020 is not new. I have no idea what this is in relation to at all. Um, when you said 2020 to begin with, I thought you were talking about 2020 vision, but I'm assuming you're actually talking about the year 2020. So a chat from 2023 clearly... Oh, it is new. Well, it's only three years ago, so um, I can't even remember which side of this I'm defending right now. If it's 2023, it's only three years ago, so sure enough, that's that's new. And if it's the opposite side I'm defending, then no, three years ago is a long time ago. I have no idea what I'm defending. Was that the one I was supposed to understand? Yes. Easily, I have no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, when he said 2020, first of all, you know, the ESPN series 30 for 30. I was thinking of like 2020, I was thinking like that. Then I was thought vision, and I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. That's why I asked you to repeat it. I kind of heard what you said, but I just couldn't, I couldn't formalize it in my head what you were saying. All right, well, I still didn't get it. So go ahead. What were you talking about? It's all down to the fact that you have a new phone, of course, Graham. Okay, and you uh... message <laughs> that waiting a message. Very much that we have been on our shows in 2020. Um, a good... Is it really that long ago? Three years? I couldn't see who was in the group, though. All I could see was Good Cop, Bad Cop planning. And then I, I, know, I was like, oh, this one's got no messages in it. So I was like, oh, I wonder if this is a new one that you created and not told me about. Okay. That was Jimmy and Sam Whaley, and it was <laughs> from 2020, Graham. Well, what? So are you telling me I should delete that? No. Uh, no. You've been, maybe you should have Sam Stan back on. You're the booker right now. I, I couldn't agree more. It was actually nice just to have a have that little jokey moment like uh that's no, what I was, it was like... just my new phone. Yeah, I guess that's what happened. It deleted all the messages. Um, uh, but it left the um I guess the framework in there. So yeah, I was the first person. <laughs> but yeah, when I saw Sam respond first, I was like, Oh, whoops. Hey, that's the way it goes. 
Okay, so we the the other the three I had lined up for Ryan. All right, so you said they won't save. They won't save, and you also and you also couldn't defend any of them. Grand Sounds right. like you got some uh, potential bonus material here, man. Hey, this could be a potential Christmas cracker, just to put uh, something that people have not heard before. All right, go ahead. I'll do my best. Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves on SmackDown is my idea of music. Well, absolutely. We already talked about the fact how much we love those guys. Corey, Gar- Corey Graves is the perfect heel and su- suggesting to um, a wrestler that they should go fuck another person's um, ring announcer. Ring announcer should fuck another person's wrestler. How classic can you be with that? Put him in with Kevin Patrick, who you got that British element to it. Who doesn't love that sort of thing as well? If he's from Northern Ireland, I apologize. British is Northern Ireland, Graves. He's from the Republic of Ireland. Oh, Republic of Ireland. That's insulted to the Republic. So, yeah. I, I couldn't think of anything positive to say. <laughs> Graham here. I don't like Kevin Patrick either. So Graham's going to be like the trouble is not careful. Graham, I think that that comment. Um, right. Um, David Colombo is someone we should all aspire to be. Well, absolutely. Who doesn't love the uh, jacketed comedian who lives out in uh, in San Francisco? Peter Falk was an absolute genius. I have no idea that this obviously the wrong Colombo, but I'm going to stick with it because I've still got 10 seconds to go. Um, yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't want to see that guy? An old guy, beloved on TV. Like, you want those type of celebrities. He's not Logan Paul, but he's a celebrity for an older generation like myself. Right, David Colombo. No idea who David Colombo is, and for some reason my stopwatch came on, not my timer as well, so that didn't help. David Who's Col- David Colombo? David Columbo is the guy who replies to Glenn Jacobs' messages on all social media referring um, to policies that Glenn Jacobs, formerly known as Kane, um, has thrown out there referring to everything that Kane did in kayfabe as if it was real. Uh, oh, okay. So as, Ryan, Ryan's obviously responded to one of as, those. As we're meant to, and of course we're meant to believe the kayfabe. Of course. Oh, why wouldn't that have waited for a week the, if he always does that? Because Graham, it was something that I I couldn't resist mentioning on the show now. Uh, oh, okay. all right. Sounds like that would have waited, but okay. And the last one is: if my boss is listening today, I know he would fire Graham instead of me. Uh, absolutely, as it said on my uh, monthly report, that you know, I'm kind of lazy, but I basically get the job done. So how would I fire somebody like that? How can I not? How can I fire somebody who's honest enough to tell me that I'm slacking off on my job and I'm actually recording a podcast instead? Whereas actually, this guy Graham, all he does is insult people anyway. So even though I don't actually pay him anything, I would fire him first for that reason. And time. Yeah, I, I I wanted to. I was I was kind of I was going to put a fake tag in as I was doing the fan cop moments. I was going to put like at Ryan's boss. Because so he's aware of the show, but I was like, "Did he listen?" He's like, "Of course he didn't listen." Like he's like, he doesn't know where the show's at. Like it's not that difficult to find. If you've told, why would you lie as well about this? Like, sorry, why would you tell the truth about this one? Yeah, I'm on a podcast, and it's called The Blade Job. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, and you then you'll see it's recorded like three years ago. But no, Ryan, I would have thought Ryan was a little quicker on his feet than this. He could have just lied, but I'm still not quite sure how he found out that he's on a podcast and recording when he's supposed to be working. Um, uh, he gets his job bottom line is I actually like that boss if you know that he's doing the job um, not necessarily in the hours he's supposed to but he gets the job done at the end what's the important thing that and your employer's happy um, it sounds like they have a fairly casual relationship anyway in terms of that's what it look you have to get this done by the end of the month if you get everything done we're good and that's what he does so yeah it, it's kind of a cool boss that he's agreeing to that if you can work remotely that's fine Plus, Graham, to be fair, you've got people who are listening um, 
who obviously have maybe know Ryan through um through Nishkai. For Hold on, did you just change my name? How long has that been up there? Has that been up all episode? I just suddenly realized my name says Ryan's new boss. <laughs> How long has that been up? That better not have been up more than like two minutes, or else I'm the least observant person in history. <laughs> Do you have these set up or something? No. All right. Apparently now I'm Ryan's new wife. I've called you worse, Graham, to be fair. <laughs> um, to bear in mind, Graham, he could have um, made known Ryan through, through Nishkai account um, in uh, general. And on there, he's the co-host of Google Pad. It So, to be fair, Graham, if he at any he point... also retweets that we posted, we need your fan cop moments by 3pm Eastern for when we record our next episode. Yes. So it's, uh, not, it's not exactly ridiculous to me. He also retweets, though, our posts that when we release the episode, unlike you. Um, he's only been on four weeks, and he's reposted the episode more times than you have done in the previous 250, I think. I noticed this week, I think you did, and I was like, oh, bloody hell. I used to openly mock you for not posting it, and now it's just like, I just give up. I, I, if you don't care about it, then there's not a lot I can do about it. But Ryan is very good at reposting the, uh, the episode. Anyway. Um... I also had this week. My stepdad actually asked me, "What's the name of your wrestling podcast?" I'm like, "Go cut back on wrestling podcast. It's no longer PG, though." Just so you are. Aware. Nah. <laughs> and he's like, "It's okay. He's an adult. He's someone I work with." I'm like, "So if you're listening, I don't know who you are. If you're listening and you're from my neck of the woods, uh, hi." Listen next week. This is not our typical. Well, I guess this used to be our typical episode. And let's say next week. I'm missing Ryan already. He's he's quickly become a main part of this uh of this because, podcast. Yeah, because Bob, I think because he keeps me uh he keeps me uh as a tag part. We just bully you, Grandma. Now I've been bullied by you. Connor even called you out on the volleyball this this week. Okay. He, uh, well, you missed the comment, so... Um, no, I think my question was, and it was a pretty fair comment, because I heard at the start, and I'm like, oh, you arrogant prick. It was like, um, the volley, brought to you by SJP Media. I was like, alright, this is perfectly fine. Produced by Matt Attack Productions. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, what the... So I the question was... That, not me. So you got a chance... Oh, okay, you got a chance to respond fully in this one. So it was basically... So, so what does the Matt Attack Productions actually do? Do they click uh, record at the start of the episode and stop at the end of the episode? So it was a question that was being asked, but Connor, Con Connor misinterpreted that as bullying. He's no, like, I think you missed he, Graham's comment about bullying you in the chat. He No, I, I, no, no, I knew about that. No, he 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 listens to the show, Graham. Connor listens to the show, Graham. He doesn't. He's he's on the fan comment every now and again as well. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows, Graham, that you're nothing more than a bully, and we don't like bullies on this show. I'm joking, of course. My voice is getting more and more hoarse, and I've got another show to do in mm, less than less than four hours time. So that's going to be fun. Oh, you do. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, I will see. All of you next week. You don't want to talk about Mo Moises Saicedo saying you didn't get a chance? I'm joking. You'll talk about that on Sunday. He's dead, Tommy! We're out of here. Boom. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at mcompetech.com. Licensed 
under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.